Hello. Hey, hi, hello. Happy Thursday. Happy last Thursday of September. We are entering a new month. Goodness gracious, how time is flying. Yet at the same time, I think if you sit in front of a window and let the sun bask on your face for just a minute, that minute might feel long. So I guess time is relative. Anyways, I hope you're doing well. I currently have a nice cup of Earl Grey tea with a little bit of uh, almond milk. Usually I do oat milk, but I did some almond milk today because that's what I, I make. Occasionally I will make homemade nut milk. So yeah, that's, that's my drink of choice today. So I guess remember to hydrate as well. So you probably noticed a little pause and that is because I am recording this little section after I have edited the entire podcast episode. Now here's the deal. The entire episode ended up being pretty long so I decided that I'm going to do two parts. So what you're going to first hear this Thursday is part one and then I will come out with part two which will be the rest of this episode next week. It'll still be how to find your style and tips and tricks and stuff like that, but you're definitely not going to get the full thing during the first half of it. However, you are going to get a lot because I had so much fun talking about this topic and it is something that I am obviously very passionate about and I feel pretty knowledgeable on. So yes, so what you're going to be hearing is part one and then part two will come out next week. Okay, happy listening. Alrighty. This week, I am talking about something that I love, which is fashion. I love fashion. I genuinely have so much fun styling people, styling myself, getting inspired by other people. I get inspired by so many different things in terms of how I kind of create my aesthetic but I wanted to have a podcast episode talking about how to create your own style. And this episode is not just for one type of gender orientation. This is for all people. And I wanted to talk about it because I think a lot of times in, I guess, specifically in certain subcultures or sub-societies maybe in America, how you dress is very relaxed and there isn't the attention to detail or maybe effort that is put in in comparison to how some other cultures in different countries dress. For example, in Europe, the culture around, and actually I guess it is culture, but it's also the mindset around dressing is something that is taken to heart. I think people, and not in a vain way, I don't think people necessarily over there are like dressing to dress because they are narcissists or anything like that. I think it's just that things aren't as free and like relaxed and like chill and it's like, oh, it's like whatever. It doesn't matter. You can wear sweatpants to the bank, whatever. (laughs) Not that you can't, you can, but there is this beautiful 
I think, I think they view it as maybe a self-care, but also act. It's like a choreography of getting dressed, of looking your best, of being presentable. And no, I'm going to just say that don't dress for other people. At the end of the day, dress for yourself. I think that that is absolutely important. Um, but I have a few, I'm bringing up my notes right now. I have a whole, whole little notes thing of things that I'm going to kind of talk about within this topic, but I just really wanted to talk about why style is important, how you can create your own style, where can you get inspiration, certain things that I think should be in all closets, and hopefully this can kind of get you started if you are trying to cultivate your style or maybe need a style refresh or you don't know where to start. Now a little bit of background, one of my day jobs is kind of working in the fashion space, so I I have some knowledge on this. I'm not I'm not a guru on this, but I have some knowledge and I kind of I guess will first start why I think style is important. I think style is really important because it is an outward expression of an inward feeling. And what I mean by that is, I think how you dress on the outside definitely can parallel how you're feeling inside. And that's a habitual thing, but it can also be a day-to-day thing. And what I mean about the day-to-day thing is that there are some days where maybe you wake up and you're like, I feel like crap. I had a really shitty day yesterday. I maybe couldn't sleep last night. And probably all you want to do is just like wear sweatpants and curl up in a tiny ball. But you have to go and live life and do the things. So even though you might be feeling a little crummy inside, maybe you put on your favorite pair of jeans and a great sweater that you feel fabulous in and a stellar pair of boots and you're walking out the street and people are like, oh my god, you look so great and everything like that. Maybe on the inside, yeah, you're feeling pretty crummy, but I think how you dressed on the outside can maybe start to shift how you're feeling because you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, yeah, you know what? I I put on, I put on my outfit today or even armor. I think clothing can be an armor in a way and that's maybe we can actually talk a little bit about that about how clothes can be like a mask and stuff like that but I think it clothes can help change how you're feeling and how you're viewing yourself and how you're taking up space as well. So that's a way of I think how clothes can shift your mindset in a given day if you're having a really bad day or maybe you wake up and you're having a fabulous day and you're like I want to just have my Carrie Bradshaw moment if Carrie Bradshaw is your style inspiration I don't know and so you put on your Carrie Bradshaw outfit and you are strutting the streets and you feel amazing and that's really great. So I think again style is important because it is an outward expression of an inward feeling and the other thing of why style is important is I think it demonstrates that you know who you are or it's reflecting who you are during that certain point in your life 
And of course, I'm sure we all have looked at pictures of our past selves and we're like, oh, I would never wear that anymore. But maybe in 2006, that was the outfit to wear and you felt really bomb in it. And now you're like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. But hey, that was you expressing yourself in that time. And it worked then maybe it didn't but if at least you felt like it did and that's where I think clothes can kind of give you confidence and stuff like that but I definitely think that having a style is demonstrating that you know who you are and I think people really like that I think people at least I think in in certain cities especially I think in major metropolitan cities and and everything like that it's really fun to like people watch and that's something that I love to do in a way that I kind of get inspiration which again I will talk about that later but it is really cool to see what a person is wearing and I kind of get a little sense of who they are, which is really fun. Obviously, I don't get a full understanding of who that person is, but you can get little little glimpses of who they are or their personality and that's really cool. And to be honest, as a woman, like it's really attractive when a guy knows how to dress well because I'm like, okay, you, you have a sense of style, you know how to put an outfit together and you you know who you are like that's really cool and again I think especially with guys it's putting effort which is really really nice a third thing of I think why style is important is that the reality is that people do judge you people do judge you by what you're wearing now I'm specifically talking about when you are going into certain spaces where how you dress really does matter I'm not saying you need to care about what people are thinking of you and go out and judge people. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that let's say you were going to meet the Queen of England. I mean, may she rest in peace. But when she was still alive, you would not go to Buckingham Palace wearing sweatpants and flip-flops. Like, that's just not... That's not what you do. That is disrespectful to her. That's... It's not a part of that world and I'm not saying that you have to change yourself to fit in and stuff like that I'm I'm not saying that but there are certain again spaces where yeah you do have to look presentable you do have to look the part because how you dress can be an indication of who you are what you're going to bring to the table especially I'm thinking of a job interview like you're going into a job interview don't don't wear your pajamas don't wear your pajamas unless I mean, I don't know, even if you were (laughs) trying to become a pajama salesperson, I don't think you should wear pajamas even then. Maybe you can be a little bit more relaxed. You don't have to be as formal as wearing like a blazer. But I think knowing the spaces that you're going into is really important. And dressing in a way that is appropriate for those spaces or those events while still having your own sense of identity and having your own style, which is why I think it's important to cultivate your sense of style so that you know who you are, so that you can adapt it to different things whether it's a more formal occasion or casual occasion it's still gonna be you I think that is very important and I'm gonna talk a little bit about my style I'm not saying my style should be your style create your own I'm gonna give you some tools and tips to help you do that those are some reasons why I think style is important and I also think it can just be really fun I think it's really really fun and 
a little bit of background about me too is that growing up I I wore a uniform <laughs> from kindergarten to 12th grade I wore a uniform and when I got to high school we did have a little bit more room to play around like I could finally wear nail polish to school from kindergarten through eighth grade at that school I wasn't allowed to wear nail no no one was but in high school I was able to wear nail polish so expressing myself through that or I didn't have to wear the plaid skirt I could wear different bottoms which is really nice so that was a way of starting to wear clothes that weren't the whole uniform situation I mean I still had a uniform but it wasn't as strict However, it wasn't until I got to college where I had free range and I was like, wow, this is so fun. I love this. I can wear whatever I want to class. Now, growing up though, I never had people in my life that I felt like I could like geek out about fashion with, except for my mom. My mom was the one who really sparked it, I think, because I remember she showed me Project Runway and then I became obsessed with that show. I loved Project Runway and it was so fun to just watch these fashion designers. And there was a time where I was like, oh wow, I want to be a fashion designer. I can't sew, I mean, I can sew a button. I can, I can do mild sewing like very basic but I don't have my I think my creativity is maybe putting looks together rather than drawing and sketching and sewing it all and I'm that's not my talent however I think that it's so fascinating so I really loved that show and then watching certain movies and getting inspired by how they were dressing and once I got older and got to college, I was like, wow, I can, let me lean into this more. Also, when I got to college, I, to be honest, I was not the person to show up to class in sweatpants. And don't judge me for this, but I really didn't have very many sweatpants until COVID happened. COVID happened and I bought sweatpants. Until, before that, I had leggings for when I would work out and stuff like that, but I only had maybe three pairs, two, two pairs of sweatpants. Everything else were like pajama bottoms and leggings for kind of relaxing. So I was not a person who wore sweatpants to school, partially because I was very used to dressing up and going to class. Again, there is a choreography, there's a routine of getting up in the morning for 12 years, putting on the skirt, the polo, the sweater, the socks, the shoes, all of that stuff. When you put a uniform on for that long, for truly the majority of your life, you get used to that. And I liked I liked doing that actually because I felt like it mentally prepared me to be in a space to learn. I always felt like if I was in my sweatpants and stuff like that, then I feel a little, just, this is just me personally. I feel really relaxed. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just chill right now. And there is something about putting my clothes on and like proper clothes on and stuff like that where I just felt very ready to take on the world and to learn. And I still feel that way. I, I really do. At home, obviously, I'm not always dressed up to the nines or anything, like I'm going to chill and everything, but I do enjoy the act of putting on my clothes in a way that is prepping me to be focused and to take on the world. 
that's why when I got to college, I wasn't just wearing my sweatpants, partially because I didn't really have sweatpants, but also because I, I also had the opportunity to wear clothes that were not a uniform and it was really fun and I loved that. Okay, I'm going to take a little sip of my, of my tea. Brilliant. All right. Now, how to cultivate style. I think it's really important to figure out what inspires you and what inspires you could be someone that you follow on Instagram, maybe an influencer, maybe you're really into architecture and a certain building, the lines, the curves, the any kind of reflection, the material that it's made out of, that can totally inspire you and you can find clothes that have that same essence. And maybe that's a little advanced, <laughs> but if there's someone out there who kind of jives with that and understands where, what I'm talking about, that can be a cool way of inspiration. And I think of there are certain designers out there that I look at their clothes and there is a very architectural element to it. And I am inspired by by that and maybe I see a building or something and I'm like wow this reminds me of this designer or vice versa and stuff like that and I think that that's a really cool way of being inspired especially if you're trying to play with proportions maybe work on tailoring or trying to try on clothes that have that are made with different materials that are maybe maybe if you're someone who is used to very soft fabrics maybe you want something that's a little bit more structured there's a designer that I discovered. His name is Issei Miyake. Well, his, he died, but um, it's Issei Miyake. And his clothes are so cool. So, so cool. I'll leave a little link in the show notes. I specifically loved his Om collection. Om means man in French, but his Om collection is so cool. And there's, to me, very architectural elements in his clothes, but also movement as well. Other ways that you can get inspired are, again, people watching. Just sit at a cafe and watch watch people. Watch what they're wearing. Maybe it's not the entire outfit that is super inspiring to you. Maybe it's their watch and you're like, wow, I'm really into that watch. I kind of want to play with investing in a watch. I don't know. That can totally inspire you. I think Pinterest is a really great way to create mood boards and to help you narrow down an aesthetic, an aesthetic that you like. And also too, your aesthetic can totally change as you grow, as you live life. So just know that I, you don't ever have to feel tied down to one kind of aesthetic. I think the key thing is that you feel like you in whatever clothes that you're wearing, that you feel confident and that you feel like the genuine, authentic, amazing self that you are. So that's, I think, very important. Go on to my Pinterest. I'll even link that in the show notes as well. I have had Pinterest since I was a freshman in high school. So I have many, many pins. And my style, I've kind of seen how my aesthetic, my style has kind of evolved from the earliest pins to now. And I have a very timeless, very classic easy but still I think pretty chic look and I've always gravitated towards that and so whenever I am on Pinterest and stuff like that I am pinning things that kind of are that aesthetic and stuff like that. 
Pinterest can be a really great way of narrowing down your aesthetic. I also get inspired by movies. I'll watch a movie and the costumes will really inspire me. Even if the costumes aren't big and elaborate, for example, like period pieces, period piece movies that I think about that I think the costumes are really amazing are like Titanic. Those costumes are incredible. I think they won an Oscar for the costume design. Anna Karenina, really amazing. Marie Antoinette, those are big costume pieces uh, that are beautiful. And I think that you can find ways of adapting that, whether that's hair, makeup, or the actual outfits, kind of make it work for your everyday. However, it's not just those kinds of movies that inspire me. Things like The Devil Wears Prada, those looks inspire me. I love when Andy has her makeover and stuff like that and a lot of the new clothes the outfits that she's wearing I I love that movie it's one of my favorites and I'm like I love that tan leather trench with the tan leather boots and the mini it's so cute I would totally wear that still and that movie came out years ago I love Roman Holiday I have many times tried to kind of recreate those Audrey Hepburn Roman holiday looks and those are very even though that movie came out in the 50s those looks are still very classic and so those are just some ways that I kind of get inspired by movies traveling as well movies about travel or me traveling I sometimes I'll wake up and I'll be like I am feeling like Greek island mood. So my outfit is going to be reminiscent of island hopping in Greece. Maybe I really want a wintry London look. So I'm going to wear my boots. I'm going to wear an amazing wool coat, maybe a silk scarf. It'll be very, very London look. Maybe it's Parisian, a Parisian look. So maybe it's like Paris in the winter or no, actually Paris in the fall, and then Provence in the summertime, which is very different. Now, I am going to be honest, I've been to these places, so I have dressed for those climates. However, even when I have gone there, I loved getting inspired by what the people were wearing in those, in those cities. And again, Pinterest is a really great way of finding images that just spark your fancy. Those are ways that I kind of get inspired. What mood am I going for? And again, they're all different facets of me, but it's finding the source of inspiration in a slightly different place to create a look that is unique, but that is still me. So yes, okay. Those are some ways of, I guess, getting inspired. There's a lot of other ways. A way to get inspired and also to start creating your style is to shop your closet. Shopping your closet will first of all save you a lot of money because maybe you're like, I don't know where to start. I just need to get rid of all of my clothes. Don't necessarily do that. Don't don't necessarily do that. Figure out in your closet, I would say like make make a few piles, like things that you never wear, things that you really like but maybe you don't wear them enough because you don't really know how to wear them and then things that you wear all the time and then I always say donate clothes 
don't throw them out. And if you do donate them, make sure to donate them to a place where they're actually going to reuse those clothes or they're going to turn it into new fabrics to make other clothes because you don't want your clothes to end up in a landfill halfway across the world because that's pollution and that's really bad. So you, you try to find ways being sustainable with how you're getting rid of your clothes. I think that that's very important. Now, for the clothes that you really wear all the time and then the clothes that you're like, I don't really know how to wear them or I don't wear them often enough, have a day, put some music on, put a podcast on, maybe it's this one, maybe it's another one, put a movie on in the background, have fun and just try on a bunch of different things or lay them out on your bed or on your floor and just try to put different pieces together. Now, maybe you're like, I, but I don't have an eye for that kind of thing. You don't need an eye. You don't necessarily need an eye. I would just say start trying it, putting things together. It's kind of like a puzzle. And when something clicks, try it on. See how it looks. Take a picture. Organize your closet a certain way. That can help you figure out, okay, this is what I have in my closet that's working. And oh, wow, I never thought that I could pair this pant with this bottom, but I think that that works. I actually really like that. That is maybe reminiscent to a look that I saw on Pinterest that I really liked that I pinned or on Instagram that I saved or... I saw some guy wearing it and I got really inspired by that. Oh, also too, I, oh God, okay, I, I'm actually wearing um, a men's shirt right now. And so I'm going to say, don't be afraid to shop in the opposite gender's department, meaning I sometimes shop in the men's department and guys shop in the women's department. If you like something, then you like it. Try it on. See how it works. You do not have to stick to only men's clothing or only women's clothing. Now, I will say there is, there will be certain garments in terms of how they are cut that may not fit you the same way because of just anatomically as let's say for a man, you might be taller you have more narrow hips versus a woman who maybe has a little bit more hip action going on because that's just anatomically women. We have hips and stuff like that. So maybe a certain pair of pants won't necessarily work. That's totally okay too. You tried it on. You saw if it fit or not and everything like that. But again, a lot of times it can totally work. You can go for an oversized look, maybe something more fitted. So try it on. You don't have to stick to a certain kind of color palette that's just for women or just for men. Like throw that out of the box, burn the box down, okay? It does not exist. With fashion, there are no, I mean, I don't want to say there are no rules, but I guess when you are getting inspired and trying to figure it out, there are no rules. Okay. Oh, and speaking about a rule, don't wear white after Labor Day. That is, do not listen to that. If any of you really go, I will never wear white after Labor Day. No, white is a beautiful color. Wear it all year round. I'm just going to say that because someone came in the other day and they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I should buy these pants because it's like white after Labor Day. And I'm like, that rule does not exist. <laughs> I wear white all the time, all year round. It's great. Okay. So going back, shop your closet because you already have things there. You have a framework. And again, it's also more sustainable because don't throw all of your clothes out. Don't, don't do that. Okay. Invest in quality pieces. This is really important. This is another tip. And there's also a sustainability mindset that goes into it. A little fact about me, back in 2019, I made 
the kind of promise to myself that if I was going to buy any new clothes, it would only be from sustainable and ethical brands. That's just a personal value that I live by. And I'm not saying that you have to do that. I recommend it, but that's just a me thing. And when I started doing that, that meant that I was buying a lot less, first of all, and which was good. But that also meant that if I was going to buy something, it was going to cost a little bit more than what I had been paying because usually sustainable and ethical brands, those clothes come at a higher cost because of the materials, of how they're being made, and all of that stuff. Now, I was okay with that because, again, I was buying less. But also, too, I saw them as investing in quality pieces that are going to last me decades because I don't think it's good to buy a shirt that you're going to wear for three months and then you have to get rid of it because it's all messed up. Now, if you can mend it, mend it. Definitely do that, okay? Mend your clothes. Take it to a tailor. Just because your socks have holes in them doesn't necessarily mean throw them out. I mean, if they're like beyond repair, of course, but sewing is good. <laughs> you don't don't just throw it out and stuff like that. But investing in quality pieces, not only is the garment going to look really good, it's quality control. The quality is going to be different, but it will last you a really long time. So you're going to get your money's worth. You're not going to be buying a white shirt every three months anymore. You'll have this one white shirt for five or more years, hopefully maybe 10 years, maybe 20 years. Like I've invested in some pricier jackets that I know are going to last me forever, hopefully. Like I plan to wear these things until in my 40s or 50s. Now, a way that I'm able to do that though is also not just investing in quality pieces, but investing in pieces that are timeless. Now, that is just, again, my aesthetic. That's my, my style. Some people are a little bit more campy, a little bit more kitschy, a little a little bit more quirky. That's fine if that's you. That's that's totally fine. I think that there are still ways of finding investment quality pieces. So find it within your aesthetic. For me, for my timeless aesthetic, that I like I just knew that that's always going to be my style. And a good wool coat or a trench coat never goes out of style. That's the thing. I think that that's really important. So just know just be be aware of that. But definitely investing in quality pieces will help you have clothes for many decades to come. And you're going to be buying less. And you're also going to be having staple pieces. Those are going to be like your go-to pieces, which I think is really important. And that will help you as your style continues to evolve. Knowing where to look for clothes, I think, is another really important thing about how to cultivate your style. This means doing research. I think doing research is really important. One thing that, I mean, I've always been this way. I, I love research. And before I buy something, not just in clothing, maybe it can be a new tech item. It can be as simple as like, actually, I need to get a new laptop case I'm doing my research on laptop cases, or maybe it's, I don't know, sheets for my bed. I don't know. I will do so much research. I mean, that sounds a lot, but I, I will do my research. I'll, I'll like take the time to find 
the the item that's at the best price that are that has the specifications that I need that I'm looking for all of that stuff instead of just popping on to some random website the first one that pops up and then adding it to my cart because again you're spending money you want to get your you know a good amount of use out of it so it's important to do research and also to if it's important for you to buy from local businesses or black fashion designers let's say or maybe women-owned businesses and stuff like that that is a part of doing the research for me it's that but also sustainable and ethical ethically produced clothing so I have to do the research and sometimes that means that I'm not gonna buy that thing that I really am interested in or I've been looking for for a month or two months which is fine because that actually helps me make sure that okay wait do I really want this or do I need this can I live without it so I think that that also helps not just impulse buy because if you impulse buy then you're gonna end up with a lot of things that maybe yeah you won't you don't know how to wear or maybe you're like oh I thought I was gonna really like this but I came in the mail and I don't really like it I don't know how to wear it that's also part of the whole trend cycle the trend cycle is crazy there's 52 weeks in a year and now a lot of fast fashion labels are coming out with new collections every single week you are never going to stay on top of the trends and i suggest again if you are buying things buying new clothes do not buy trends i think trends can sometimes be fun to play with and, and stuff like that that's fine that's you but don't go and change your entire wardrobe so that it's just trends because then you're not really developing your own style you're just buying into trends and you're not having I don't think a true look or identity because again it's changing every single week so know where to look for clothes do your research and maybe you're someone who only wants to buy secondhand Go to the best Goodwills or Salvation Armies. Figure that out. Maybe you want to just vintage shop. Find the best vintage shops. Online, there's a lot of great vintage shops out there. So again, doing your research. Maybe you really want to invest in more designer upscale pieces, but you don't want to pay the heavy price tag for that. Go to websites like The Real Real or Vestiaire. Those are really great. I think it's really important to know which websites or stores to go for the specific piece that you need. I don't think that you should buy all of your clothes from one specific place. Like for me, my jeans, I know where I will get my jeans. My jeans are from this one store that I will always get them from because they check off all of my little marks that I am looking for in a jean and in a store. However, my shoes I'm not going to buy all of my shoes from that store I do have some shoes from that store but not all of my shoes are going to be from that store I think it's knowing where to buy certain things from and especially if you are going to be investing in more luxury pieces so yeah I think that that's really important so do your research and another tip about how to have your own style remember that less is more you don't have to get rid of all the clothes in your closet because again that's not sustainable you already have a lot of pieces there you just kind of have to re rework them and actually something that I like to do is if I buy a new item I will give 
another item away. I think that's really important. Cleaning out your closet, I would say do it at least once a year. Do it two times a year if you can. Do it in the spring or fall or winter and summer. That is really important. Less is more. Having a style does not mean that you have this insane walk-in closet with, uh, I mean, maybe you do. That's completely fine. But what I'm saying is that to have style does not mean that you need to have a whole separate house that's just filled with clothes. Because realistically, are you going to wear a full house full of clothes? No, that, that, that's a lot of clothes. <laughs> so less is more. And also to how you're putting together an outfit. Less is more. Less is absolutely more. It's timeless. It's clean. It's easier, I think, lifestyle-wise. So less is more. And that also really ties in with, I think, investing in quality pieces too. Less is more. Okay, that is the end of part one. Part two is going to pick up right where I left off, literally, because I just cut and I pasted into a new track. So we're going to pick up with talking about how your style needs to work for your lifestyle. So be sure to give this podcast a follow. Get the little notifications going on so that you will not miss any new episodes coming up and uh, feel free to share this on the socials and all that stuff have a great rest of your week bye